Hey there, I'm Carmen. And I'm Christine. Welcome to the conversation. You can always find us on your Hope Coach podcast with Carmen Horn or on YouTube at Christine Brown. Either way, we're glad you're here. So let's get started. Hey, Carmen, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Hey, Merry Christmas to y'all too. It's good to see you. December is here. It is upon us. And when our listeners and our viewers are here, it's going to be just a few days until Christmas. We record Mm -hmm. this a little bit ahead of time, but it's, it's right here. And I, I appreciate your festive red sweater that you're wearing. I feel a little sad. I should have worn my, like a Christmas sweater or something today to, to be in the, in the festive mood. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, red's my favorite color and I have one red sweater. I can't explain that, but I thought I'm wearing red today. Well, now I know what I'm going to get you next year for Christmas. Something, <laughs> something, something red. red. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to share with um, our listeners what we're going to be talking about today? I would love to. When we begin to discuss what we would talk about for December, we begin to discuss how sometimes the season, the Christmases just don't look like we want them to look. You know, and sometimes we begin to feel like we've just lost our joy at Christmas. And um, I thought one of the things that we could do is just talk today about uh, some practical ways, some things that still have stolen our joy and some practical ways to find our joy at Christmas. Yeah, I think that's important. It's important. Mm -hmm. We have to be intentional about it. And so we want to share a couple of things that we do. Uh, Mm -hmm. We won't go into a whole list because we have a short amount of time, but I'm going to share something that I have found that helps me keep my joy at Christmas time. And I know that you are going to share something as well, but I know that for me, one thing that comes to mind, especially this year, because my family just recently went through a a very difficult loss Mm -hmm. is grief. A lot of people feel like if they are struggling to keep their joy at Christmas, it may be because of the grief that resurfaces at Christmas, whether it's like us, where it's your, it's fresh, it's your first season without that person there and trying to navigate all of that. Or it could be just a a yearly reminder of being Mm -hmm. without that person. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the things that I think of when I think of, um, losing your joy or feeling like you're losing your joy is maybe you have a financial situation going on in your life and you're not going to, you feel like you can't provide the, the Christmas trappings that Mm. everybody else is doing, or maybe you have a broken relationship at Christmas, whether it's a marriage or just a broken relationship within the family. Maybe your, your, your Christmas, your family Christmas party or your Christmas table is going to look a little bit different because of that. Um, and, uh, as well. That's another joy stealer, you know? Yeah. At Christmas. That's so true. And whatever it is that, uh, you may be experiencing that you feel like is, is affecting that joy. We hope that what Mm -hmm. we share today will bring you some encouragement. Yeah. Right. So we've talked about some joy stealers. I I forgot to mention health concerns as well. Mm, Yeah. Uh, So many people are struggling with health, health concerns and, uh, can't participate like they'd like to, you know, yeah. that's, that makes it sad. So, uh, so we've talked about those. So what is one of the ways that you keep your joy at Christmas, Christine? Well, one of the things that I like to do is y- you remember that verse, maybe you've quoted it yourself. Sometimes the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. Yeah. We hear that one a lot, 
And so mm-hmm. I dug into that and I want to share where that comes from in scripture with everyone, because it's actually in Nehemiah and mm-hmm. it's the second part of a verse. And the first part of that verse really spoke to me about something that I can do at Christmas time to keep my joy. Do you mind if I read that really quickly? No, please do. Okay. Just to give everybody a little background, this was a time in scripture where Nehemiah was, God had given him the task of rebuilding the wall in Jerusalem, which was a huge task. Yeah. And at this point he had finished, they had rebuilt the wall. All of the people were back. The Israelites were back to their homeland from exile and he was getting everyone organized. And on this day, Nehemiah and the priest Ezra were reading the book of the law to the people. Mm-hmm. And the people of Israel started getting sad because mm-hmm. when they heard the book of the law, they were starting to feel grieved in their spirit because mm-hmm. they had gotten so far away from the Lord. Yeah, right. And we know how that happens. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of grief than losing someone, but they still felt that conviction of the Holy Spirit and they had gotten in despair. They were fe- feeling sorrowful. Yeah. So the beginning of this verse, it's Nehemiah 8 and 10 says, then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat and drink sweet wine and send portions to anyone who has nothing ready for this day is holy to the Lord and do not be grieved for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah. So one thing that stood out to me in this is that Nehemiah was reminding the people that this was a time of celebration. Now that's not to say that we shouldn't, you know, we don't need to ignore our grief. We don't need to set it aside. I think it's important for us to take that to the Lord, whatever it is like for we let that grief draw us to the Lord, not far away from him. Right. But I do need to remind myself sometimes that Christmas is a time to celebrate because of what it represents and the birth of Jesus. And even if it's just a moment alone with me and God saying, I'm just thankful. I'm so thankful for this season and what it represents. Just reminding Mm -hmm. myself and giving myself permission to celebrate is really Mm -hmm. important to me. But the one thing that I like to practice that came that I feel like this verse is a perfect scriptural basis for is the idea of giving to others at Christmas. Yes. I think it's powerful right here that the reason Nehemiah told the people to go and give to others who didn't have any food or anything prepared to eat is because he wanted them to be able to celebrate too. Yeah. He wanted all of the people to be able to celebrate. So if we think about that in our lives, if I provide for someone who's in need, then I'm giving them a chance to celebrate as well. I love that. Yeah. There's just something powerful about that in giving that brings us so much joy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And there's just so many ways you can give, even if you don't have the financial means to give money, but there's many, many ways you can give back at Christmas. You know, you can ring the, the, the ring the bell Mm, for the Salvation Army. You can pack uh, food boxes at a pantry. You can serve a meal um, at a place that feeds the hungry. You know, you can help your church decorate, or you can help them take those decorations down. Uh, nobody <laughs> likes to do that. You yes. Know? The pastor's <laughs> wife is always needing help taking the decorations down. Let me just throw that out there. So yeah. Giving back, giving yes. to others, thinking of others beside yourself is a wonderful way to move yourself from um, 
being consumed with the situation you're in. Yeah. To looking at others. I love that. I love that. And I thought that verse, joy of the Lord is your strength. I thought that was in the New Testament. Uh, I've read this whole Bible a few times. So how did I think that? I don't know, but it, but it, it just stuck in my mind that way. So I love that story that, uh, that you just gave us about Nehemiah and where that actually comes from. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. So what about mm-hmm. you? What is one way that you uh, try to keep the joy of the Lord this time yeah. of year? Well, when I think of one that can steal mine easy uh, and some, some folks that I'm surrounded with is comparison, comparison, comparing ourselves to others. So I wanted to share a verse out of Psalms 4, 7. Um, <clears throat> you probably read this verse before, but maybe you didn't equate it to where I'm going to to place it in our topic today. But I think it fits really well. David says, you have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvest of grain and new wine. And I love that. And the and if we think of that in the context of what was going on in David's life at the time, he was already king when he wrote this, but he had been ousted by his son, uh, Absalom. And so Absalom was after him and he's just really had to flee. He's had to flee the palace and all the trappings of being a king, uh, all the opulence all around him. He's living in a cave, probably, uh, hunting for his food. Uh, of course, you know, he that's what he lived early on. And so he definitely had the skills for that. But he left all of that stuff behind there when he ran from Absalom. And um, with all of this, what King David is saying that uh, what I what I have what I have discovered is that my relationship with God, me being rooted in rooted in a relationship with God is really where I find my joy. All the things I had, and he had lots of stuff. Wow, uh, that's yeah, powerful. All the, yeah, all the things I, that he had, he realized and reminded himself that really his joy came from his relationship with God, being d- rooted deeply in that relationship with God. So um, I think that's a good uh, a good thing for us to think of when we catch ourselves in comparison. Yeah, that's a that's a good reminder. Yeah. How do we know we're starting to move? How do we know we're starting to move, fall into comparison? Christine, what is your thought on that? That's something that I've spent a lot of time working on. I am no stranger to comparison and it's something that it doesn't just go away. I really do have to maintain that and work on that in my own spiritual walk. Mm -hmm. And a couple of things that I ask myself because social media can be a real trigger for me and it may mm-hmm. not be for everyone, but first of all, I think identifying our triggers is important. And then I try to recognize a couple of things. Number one, am I starting to feel jealous? If I'm starting to feel jealous about something that I'm seeing mm-hmm. uh, on social media, then I know it's time for me to take a step back, turn it right. off for a little while, spend some time with the Lord in prayer, uh, practice gratitude and that helps me. And then the second thing I ask myself is what is my motivation right now? Because if I'm starting to feel like I need to make a certain purchase, if I'm needing to spend money, buy a certain gift, or even post a picture uh, to show other people, I like to ask myself, you know, is this something that I'm doing because it glorifies God? I feel like it's the right thing for my family, or am I just doing it in response to what I see other people doing? Mm-hmm. And that helps mm-hmm. me as well. So that, yeah. you know, that practicing contentment through the holidays really does help me to um, 
break free from comparison, really uh, overpower it, and then just be able to walk in that contentment, like Paul talked about, you know, mm-hmm. being content in our circumstances. Yeah. He said he learned to be content. Yeah. And so that's, he practiced it, right? It didn't just happen to him. He learned to be content in the yeah. situations that he found himself. It is definitely um, something that we have to learn. And, you know, like you said, how, how do we know if we feel like we are losing our joy? Mm-hmm. How do we know? I would say that if you still have hope, then you have joy. Sometimes we get really worried that because of circumstances going on in our life and our feelings of unhappiness, that we've lost our joy. And um, we can even feel condemned over that. And I just want to let everybody know today that um, there's no condemnation for those of us in Christ Jesus. So if you still have hope, if you're still in your situation, but, but there's a but in there, but you know that God is in control and he's going to take care of things for you. There's your hope. And that's how you know you haven't lost your joy, because that is going to be that, that tangible reminder of you that you have not lost your joy. It's a fruit of the spirit. Our relationship with Jesus Christ, we feel we're, we are filled with the Holy Spirit and that's a fruit of his is joy. And if you still have some hope, if you still have that Romans 8, 28 thing going on within you saying this stinks right now, this is not the way I want it to happen, but I know that this is going to all work together for my good because I love Christ Jesus. So I think that's it. If you, uh, if you still have some hope, then, you know, I hadn't lost my joy. I'm just unhappy right now, but I haven't lost my joy. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And if, if our listeners want to read more on this, I do have a blog post that I will link in the show notes. That's called how to live like the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you want some Mm -hmm. more ideas and tips about keeping your joy through the season, um, you'll want to check that out for sure too. Absolutely. And, uh, I just want to ask our our listeners, our watchers, if you're watching on YouTube, if you just share this with one person, gosh, what a blessing that would be to Christine and I. It would get the word out more about our podcast and our YouTube channel. It would encourage someone else that you care about. And uh, it would help um, all the, the, the programs that we're a part of, YouTube and our podcasting programs know that others are listening. That's just all of that is just very helpful. Uh, so we would ask you to, if you could just share it with one person, that would be great. Yes. And we are thankful for you. And we hope that everyone has a good Christmas and we will see you next time. Right. Merry Christmas.